What up, what up, what up, Bracago? What the deal be? This is your host, Khalif Adams. This is the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 342. This is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color in the video game industry. I hope you are all doing very, very well today. I hope you are having a wonderful Thursday. I hope you are taking care of yourselves. I hope you are knocking it out of the box and making sure that everything around you is dope. I want to thank everybody in the chat here in Twitch land, everybody in podcast land, everybody in Patreon land, everybody in YouTube land for coming through and again, making Bracago amazingly dope this and every week. If you had a chance to listen to our show last week, uh, thank you so much again for supporting the show and, and thank you so much for coming through and giving us some love as usual. I am really excited to see so many dope folks in the chat. Shout out to Scooter Magruder to just roll through in the chat. What up fam? I see you. Everybody who has been coming through again, this week has been a lot of fun. Like I think a lot of folks have been down and out. A lot of folks have been really upset about trying to figure out good ways to make fun things happen and trying to find out good ways to spread love and, and, and give good energy to other folks. But I'll say this with all the things that have happened in the past couple of months, I think, what I've seen so many folks do of late has been sharing each other's work and making sure that people are fine, making sure that people are getting things done and really holding other people's feet to the fire and also giving people lots of different ways that they can get involved uh, with the work that they're doing and other folks' work as well. So I want to continue to give massive amounts of love to everybody who's trying to keep it positive, who's trying to figure out good ways to stay motivated um, and who's making some, some, some real good moves um, in the space. So that being said, we have a really fun show tonight for you all. We have lots of things to talk about. I've been playing some stuff that I can't necessarily talk about yet, but I can tell you what I've been playing um, a little bit later in the show. Uh, we have a fantastic guest that I will tease for next week's show that we have coming through. That's going to be very, very dope. So again, everybody who's come through, uh, make sure that you all are paying attention, making sure that you're following our feeds, subscribe to our podcast on all podcast platforms, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which again, thanks to everyone here in Bricago, we have now surpassed 2,500 subscribers. That is a, a, a very cool milestone to have gotten through and have gotten, uh, gotten past. So very excited about the growth that we have over there as well. So again, that's all because of you and in Bricago, making sure that all this stuff is looking real good. And also before we go to our first segment in the 411, I have just seen the dopest design that we've gotten for a new shirt that's coming up very, very soon. We're going to, I'm trying to figure out good ways to do promo for it. Once that thing is live on the store, you will all be the first ones to know because yo, no bullshit. It is, it is one of the best designs we've had, uh, coming to the store from our, our dope folks. Uh, over at Reflect and, and, and Zach Silver, who is the person who made all our branding. Uh, so really excited about that. So before we get into all that stuff later on, first thing we got to do is we got to get into the news with the 411. Yo. Everybody in the, yo, everybody in the spot. It is a interesting, interesting day here in terms of news. It has been very, 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 very cool. Uh, and also been really interesting to hear all the conversations that we've seen going across the internet today. I think it, you know, today is one of those days where you have to kind of take a step back. Everyone needs to breathe. 
Everyone needs to figure out a good space to be able to say, yo, all right, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it work. We're going to try to think about ways that we can get good information out in the space. And we're going to try to keep good black energy in the space. I'm going to say that today in terms of allyship, in terms of conversations that we saw from our lovely friends on this here platform on Twitch, um, there was some not great messaging that got put out today. And it was the thing that set all of black Twitter ablaze, all of black uh, content creators and streamers ablaze. It was madness today. So the first thing today is all about the tweet that Twitch put out on their social channels today. Um, it is nuts how after a year, no, after many, many years of conversations around black folks talking about their space and talking about you know, their maneuvers on, um, uh, on the platform and, and the conversations that we've constantly had uh, talking about and, and bringing to the forefront, the things that we go through on the platform, we have seen in numerous ways, Twitch try to, you know, rectify that, try to address it, try to have good conversations around it. They had us come in, they had the black, uh, um, had the black, uh, summit where they had a whole bunch of black streamers come by to the switch offices down in San Fran and try to give them some good insight into the conversations around what's been happening in the space. Um, and I think there's been some great dialogue there that's been happening with throughout that time. I know I have been hit up by numerous Twitch staff for, for ideas and conversations. I know that many folks in the audience in Bricago have had those conversations with a lot of folks in, in good and reasonable ways. And I think, again, we've seen the conversation be that Twitch has kind of fallen short with a lot of those conversations. So we fast forward to last month in the beginning of last month. Again, we had, um, uh, you know, the, I, I will say this out loud. I think we had the quintessential show, uh, and the quintessential conversation around blackness on Twitch. Um, there were many that came after that, that were amazingly, uh, uh, brilliant and smart. And they, they were, they were fantastic to see so many folks get together and share their experiences, uh, with that space. That being said, uh, Twitch came out today, um, and shared this piece of, uh, media, this promo piece of media across their Twitch, uh, social channels. So we're going to play that right about now. We are new generation. Look, black, white, pink, yellow, everybody's in the street. This is humanity. So this is real. One of the biggest pieces of the black lives matter movement is being heard. Even if you aren't able to raise the money yourself, you can utilize the platform that your viewership has given you to increase the volume of those who aren't being heard right now. We have so many people of color and so many people in the black community. We need to be there to fight for them. Black people don't have the same right and we don't have the same power that people around us have here. We cannot let more black people die just because of the color of their skin. Black men and women have a right to be heard, a right to live. Get involved because equality for all is what should have been in place from the start. Thank you so much. 3K in one day. Oh my God, we did it. Thank you so much, everyone. This is just the beginning. My God, y'all. Yo. So let's talk about it for a hot second. So here's the deal. And here's the thing that made me laugh out loud, super, super heavy. So again, the conversation has been that all the folks who have been affected by 
racism and by discrimination, by being called a nigger on Twitch all the time when you're on the front page of Twitch, all the Kentucky Fried Chicken emotes, all the Trihex emotes, all the stuff that we've seen over the years, the conversation came to a huge head during last month. We saw numerous companies come out in support of Black Lives Matter. We saw a lot of the conversation um, and the worry be around how, you know, we don't necessarily understand how all this energy has now come into the space now after we have been dying for a very long time. We have been affected by this for a very long time. And it's only bubbled up into streamer spaces for a, for a, for, a, you know, the time that we've been on the platforms, right? Since Justin TV became a thing back in the day, right? So Twitch puts this out. And the first thing, of course, if you're watching this in video format, the first thing you notice is that there are maybe three black folks in that, in that whole spot. Some folks, you know, again, like, the, like one of the folks who was in that, in that conversation was zombie kills. Zombie kills was one of the folks who was on our, our lesson in blackness episode. And she shared a whole bunch of fantastic thoughts during today. And she said, you know, there were three, there were three. POC folks in that space. I will say I only saw one and that was her in that whole video, right? Around supporting black Twitter. I mean, supporting black content creators and supporting black streamers. One of the funniest parts about that conversation is I remember the day that Dr. Lupo came out and she used, used his platform and came out in support of black lives matter. Now, first off, let me say, I am happy that he did so. I am happy that each of the people who was in that particular piece of, of promo material was in that piece. I'm happy that they did the work. They're doing the work to try to make the space better. Um, I want that to be a thing that we, that we wind up having happen here because it's a thing that we as content creators are hoping that our other streamer brothers and sisters will be able to do. The problem is, when you put them at the forefront of the conversation of the promo material, when you have infinite Negroes on your platform who can help do that work, who have been doing that work, who have been streaming, who have been having these conversations, who have been doing that work for a very long time, and you take them out of a piece of content like that, it just reinforces all the things that we have talked about for the past couple of years about Twitch not understanding how to read the room, and being tone deaf about the conversations that they've been having. One of the things that I said the day of Lupo being uh, one of the folks that got a lot of love during this conversation, because if you remember during that first or second week of June, Ninja and Lupo finally came out and said that thing. They said Black Lives Matter, da 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 da. I said to my wife, I said, watch in a couple of weeks, watch in a couple of days, watch in a month or two, if there's going to be some promo material, Lupo's wording and Lupo's conversation will be the thing that will be at the forefront of that conversation. And I was freaking right. And I take out pat myself on the back because I knew it was going to happen because we see that happen all the time. It happens all the time where good allyship comes into a space. And because there are no folks who are running those particular parts of the platform, we don't get a seat at the table when those things go out. No one vetted this across any black people. You can tell that no one vetted this across any black people. Hashtag ask a Negro first is the reason why I tweeted it out 
because you would have saved yourselves a massive amount of worry and hassle and all this negative energy for a thing that was going to be pretty good. Twitch then puts out a statement. They delete the video. They put out a statement afterward that says, we hear you. Our goal was to demonstrate the importance of allyship, a message we didn't get clear or we didn't make clear. And only by working together can we create a positive change. Here's the deal about that. And I see the chat right now is, is going wild, right? Here's the thing. If you're going to do an allyship conversation, you have to word it correctly. You don't do the end of that promo piece of material. That's like support black creators, support black streamers. You could make that whole thing switch and, and give yourselves less heat. If you just would have talked about allyship, support is great. But when you put that image and that visual in front of people, I think that is the problem that they messed up on. You have to be very, very specific about your verbiage when you have these conversations because you already have a huge uh, 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 consumer base and you have a huge user base that already looks at you as you being suspect and not really giving a shit. So when you botch it and you, and you basically remove the people who are actually the ones who can talk about this in a perfect way and not include them in that conversation and you see the conversation around all the energy around Black Lives Matter kind of dissipate over the past week or over the past month, that all together makes the perfect storm of fuckery. And we see that that's what happened today. So I, again, there's another side of that angle that I think is important. I think, again, the conversation around allyship is really important. I think that I'm very excited to see their friends in that video that I know and I have been working with who are doing the work of trying to make sure that that message gets out to a white audience that needs to hear it because those white audiences aren't coming to our streams in the same ways. So them doing that work and using that platform is paramount to a certain extent. We need those folks to be extending their olive branches to their own communities and making that thing work, right? So I am happy that those things are there, but I, again, Twitch like dropped a huge F in the chat with this video and then they pulled it down, which made it worse because they couldn't figure out how to get that messaging across. So again, you need more black people in the space. There's a couple other things that I wanted to poke at when it comes to this conversation before switching over to the next topic for the evening. One, there needs to be a conversation from Twitch staff and, and, and there needs to be a conversation from Twitch staff um, up and down the stack about how these pieces of promo material go out. So, and I say this because of this one, again, vetted across some people who are affected that keeps you safe Two. The folks who were in this video, I am sure got a shit ton of grief today for doing a good thing that makes allies not want to be allies. Let's be honest about that. When you have a whole bunch of folks who are excited about a process, about the possible work that they're doing, and then they get negative heat because of a mistake that they could have figured out and they could have done the work on to make sure that that was okay. You need to vet that across those folks too so that they are not getting their branding botched up because of a silly mess, silly mistake that Twitch made on their part. That's one. Two, the other part of this conversation that I think is really interesting is that there is a huge disconnect between the folks that we may have contact with. I know I have a couple of people who I speak to um, from Twitch, not on a regular basis, but like if I need a thing, um, if I need to speak to someone, I have a person or a couple of people who I can poke at and say, Hey, such and such, I have an idea. I would love to be able to talk to those people 
um, uh, about the conversation about X, Y, or Z. I feel like those people here who I get a chance to talk to about the things and I know that they care and I know that they're doing the work of trying to make the space better. I know that they're doing that work. Those folks, the messaging between here and the people who run their social is not meeting in the middle. There is a huge disconnect there that is botching a lot of the goodwill that those folks are working their asses off to build across a lot of these communities. And that sucks because you have a lot of folks who are then looking at each other to be like, yo, what the hell did we do? We didn't do nothing wrong. We tried to make the space better, but somebody up top decided to put out this raggedy ass uh, promo video and it botched all the stuff. I'm seeing in the chat that they were saying that some folks who were involved in that video that they, they thought it was a bad look too. Like, absolutely. Like that's a huge bad look against, you know, you as a person who's trying to do that work. And I'll say this, I hardly ever see, even if we've been put into a promo video, we've been put into a couple promo videos over the past couple of years. We never see that stuff until it's already out in the world. Right? So that's a problem. Like if a conversation from Twitch who understands just how much branding is important to growing a streamer's career, you have to be even more deft at trying to figure out good ways to not put them in bad situations and put them in bad places because that's a brand problem. You're messing up people's branding that they've worked extremely hard to build and the messages that they have been trying to put out in the world that have been uh, responsible, you kind of undercut that by not doing that work. So they need to in the same way that you can't defame Twitch or put out negative connotations against Twitch and they don't, they don't, they don't really like um, uh, gatekeep you from doing that stuff. It's not like they have like people looking at your stuff and like knocking on your door to be like, yo, don't talk shit about Twitch, but it's not looked, looked upon well. Like I am sure that there are people at some point who have not necessarily been given opportunities because they continuously talk shit about the platform. That would just make kind of sense to see that that's a thing. But again, it's a huge, huge, huge problem that they have done this kind of work with this particular conversation, uh, knowing that it's not, um, not hitting in the way that it was, um, supposed to black Okagi in the, in the chat says content colonization kind of sorta. Yeah. 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 I rock with you on that. And I think to a certain extent they have to be even more mindful. And again, bringing in good people into the table makes a huge difference, uh, so that you don't botch a thing right off the bat. So, Twitch, you've got to do better. Like that is not okay. You can't make those things. You can't do those things and then expect the black community who is again, not excited, not happy with you right now. Um, in a, in a, in a space right now where we see so many folks kind of ditching us, uh, to be able to say that work is, is, is good. You got to do better on that, on that side of the fence. Next story is all about Sony. Sony and PlayStation, they paid into and bought $250 million uh, worth of equity within Epic Games today, which is a pretty big story. I think if you think about it, it's about 1.4% of an investment um, in the game studio uh, that's valued at one point, I'm sorry, 16, sorry, 17.86 billion of Sony right now. I mean, I was thinking of Epic, of Epic Games right now. Epic Games, of course, you know, masters of Fortnite and unreal engine four now going on Unreal engine five. That is a interesting purchase and interesting uh, investment that you see coming from PlayStation and Sony right now from Sony proper, uh, you know, PlayStation is a subdivision of it, but 
it is all involved in that same conversation for sure. So like, I'm wondering when you think about this from a strategic perspective, what this actually means for Sony. We see everyone who has been trying to figure out good ways to get the one up on the other company. We saw uh, 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 Xbox go through a couple of acquisitions late last year or early or mid last year during E3. They announced a whole bunch of those uh, studios being added to their portfolio. Uh, we saw that Sony uh, wound up buying uh, Insomniac uh, so that they could have Ratchet and Clank and all the games and Spider-Man directly underneath them as a first party studio, which is huge for them. Um, I do wonder what this means in terms of the landscape that we see coming up with the next gen consoles. I don't think that this particular purchase or this particular investment is going to be a huge deal. I do think that it is really interesting. Um, I don't know how the crossover works when it comes to those conversations. And I also don't know what that means in terms of, you know, what that valuation or what that value brings to them directly as a, as a game maker and as a platform. Um, does that mean that Unreal Engine gets a little bit more love in terms of the way that it gets um, kind of pushed through when it comes to the, you know, to the PlayStation 5 and whatever is going to be coming through next? The conversation from Epic, from, from Tim Sweeney himself has always been, we don't necessarily get in bed with people directly in that same way. We're not like, we're agnostic in a lot of different ways when it comes to, you know, who we partner up with. And, you know, if Xbox wants to do cool stuff with us, we're totally down with that. I wonder how that conversation sounds now with them directly being uh, an investor within that ecosystem. That is going to be real interesting to see how that plays out. I do wonder as well, like how does this work in terms of IP and, and IP properties now? So we have Sony with all the things that they own, how much of that stuff winds up in Fortnite now? You know what I mean? Like, is that going to be a part of the conversation where we see Sony properties show up in Fortnite? If I'm not mistaken, I think Sony still owns Spider-Man in a real way. What if you start seeing Spider-Man in Fortnite now? What if you start seeing all these uh, all these other Sony properties winding up in Fortnite, which is now not only just a game, but a content delivery system and a in its own ecosystem within itself now, um, which is a place for people to hang out and and see new events and kind of go through those things too. Real interesting right now. Real cool uh, in the way that some of those things particularly might move. Um, in that space, Arctic in the chat says, yeah, he can see more of their first party studios using Unreal Engine 5 moving forward. Absolutely. Like we could see, you know, Spider-Man, not now, you know, not, not this, not this next iteration for PS5, but if there's any other games later coming down the pipeline, you know, that may be a thing that we see absolutely them kind of leveraging Unreal 5 engine, uh, Unreal Engine 5, sorry. Um, as being a thing within that space, like imagine Uncharted looking different from Naughty Dog uh, under the Unreal Engine 5 engine, like, you know, the stuff they showed in that particular, um, in that particular demo lend, lent to lots of people kind of going there with that demo being really like a Tomb Raider-esque kind of demo. Uh, that is something that now who knows what the sky's the limit when it comes to some of that stuff. It could definitely and absolutely be something that is there for sure. Um, really curious to see what they're going to do in the next couple of years with this. Who knows exactly what the outcomes are going to be, but it is definitely a thing that I am sure 
perk the ears up of everyone over at Xbox who are having their event on the 23rd of this month that's going to showcase finally their first party titles, which again, I am very, very excited for. Really, really hyped about that thing. That's going to be extremely cool to see all that stuff happen. Third and last story in the 411 for this week is all about the U.S. Army on Twitch and how they are banning people in their chat who have questioned the U.S. Army and their uh, their doings over the past years and talking about war crimes uh, during the conversation. Um, they said during a stream, this is a story from Vice, uh, from Matthew Galt. So during the stream, the Green Beret on camera characterized viewers asking about U.S. atrocities as internet keyboard monsters and said, yo, I'm bigger than you. Interesting how that winds up working and also talks about the crossover between, you know, Twitch being an entity and a platform that more organizations, companies, and, 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 and outfits are using not only for recruitment, not only for, uh, 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 getting the word out about whatever they're doing and leveraging their, their space to build out conversations. But we've seen it with the U S army and other military forces that some of them have esports arms of the of their, their, their outfits, which is, I think another thing that we've seen is being really interesting as well. The conversation about whether that means, um, those folks who have been banning people out of the chat for talking about the things that the U S army absolutely has engaged in, how much of that is defeat of free speech. Of course it is your channel. You can do whatever you want. You can move people out of the space. If you don't like what they say, you can ban them if you choose to figure out that that stuff is not things you want people to talk about. But I think it was really interesting to see that people are bringing that stuff up. The conversation around not wanting politics within the chat is kind of long gone when we had all these conversations around Black Lives Matter and Twitch kind of showcasing and sharing not only our work about that stuff, um, but around all the other folks who are now doing political streams and some of those things as well. So hearing people kind of bring up the idea around, you know, when they were playing Call of Duty, bringing up white phosphorus, bringing up chemical weapons, bringing up conversations about that is really interesting. I thought that that was pretty cool for the chat to kind of hold people's feet to the fire when they definitely understand that, like, it ain't all good in the hood. It ain't all good all the time. And if you come onto a platform where people are going to have thoughts and going to have ideas and going to have conversations about, you know, what you're trying to talk about and all the, all the things that are going on in the actual world, you have to kind of like toughen up a little bit and get your stuff together. If that's going to be the case, because people are going to hold your feet to the fire. People are definitely going to talk about that thing. Um, for sure. Um, during the stream, I'm going to read a little bit of the article really quick. It says, during the stream, David characterized the viewers reminding others of documented U.S. atrocities, again, as internet monsters and key, uh, keyboard monsters, and said, I'm bigger than you. So I think that every post that I do from now on is going to say UEU, and it just deflects, David said on Twitch. He said, y'all are going to talk all that crap to my angels on the esports team, the nicest person in the entire world. You little internet keyboard monsters, number one, I won't stand for that, and I'm bigger than you. And so shortly after the exchange, the stream stopped. And when it returned, only viewers who had been following the U.S. Army Esports channel for at least 24 hours could post in the chat. In, the, in a statement from the U.S. Army Esports team, they said that it felt that viewers committed violated, and it, I'm sorry, viewers' comments violated Twitch's policies against harassment. 
And they said the U.S. Uh, Army esports team follows the guidelines and policies set by Twitch. And they did ban a user from their account. Representative of the U.S. Army sports team said in a statement, team members are very clear when talking uh, with potential applicants that a game does not reflect a real life Army experience. They discuss their career experiences in real terms with factual events. And team members ensure that people uh, understand what the Army offers through a realistic lens and not through the lens of a game meant for entertainment. Uh, this user's question was an attempt to shift the conversation to imply that soldiers commit war crimes based on an optional game, uh, optional weapon within a game. And we felt that that violated Twitch's uh, harassment policy. The US Army offers more than 150 different careers and ultimately the goal of the Army's esports team is to accurately portray the range of opportunities to interested youth. Yeah, word. Okay. All right. I mean, we've seen with America's Army a huge conversation about recruitment and about how we're using not only video games, and this has been found to be true on numerous occasions, video games as a gateway or as a tool for training and through a whole bunch of other forms of not only training, but literally you can throw a drone at somebody with a freaking joystick. So like, yeah, that's kind of interesting to kind of make it seem like they're not ready for this conversation in a real way. So they're bugging out. I think that's unreasonable. I don't know what to do with that energy, but mass shout out to everybody. Press F in the chat uh, to pay respects for everybody who, you know, held the army's feet to the fire uh, during the conversation um, around uh, 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 them enacting war crimes on people throughout history. That's a thing that's not hard to understand and it's not a thing that's difficult to, to, to get through your heads. So army, y'all need to calm that down. You need to figure yourselves out. And if you're not going to come to, not going to come to Twitch, correct. And not have understandings that people are going to hold you to, to a different standard, then you might not want to be on the platform for sure. So we're going to take a two minute break, massive love to everybody in the chat. You were all kicking ass tonight. You're all super vocal. I'm going to talk to you, uh, behind the scenes for a hot second, everybody else in podcast land. Hang out for a little bit. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Swan Me Podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 342 of the show. Mad love to everybody who's hanging out in podcast land, Twitch land, everybody else who's rolled through tonight. We're having a blast talking about all the wonderful things. If you missed the first half of the show, you need to go back and listen to Ask a Negro First, uh, hashtag <laughs> part of the conversation uh, that you missed. And if you don't know what that is, now you know. Uh, mad love to you all uh, again uh, here in Chicago. So, I've had the chance to play a couple of different things uh, in the world today. Um, uh, first thing that I am playing and have now finished, I can say this because this is not break embargo. I had enough people getting my ass on Twitter about saying the thing about the game and all the stuff. And people was like, yo, what the deal be? Did you finish? The you can't say that. I was like, yo, calm down. I know how to deal with an embargo. 
I've been doing this 10 goddamn years. I know how the embargoes work. Finished up Ghost of Tsushima. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I can say about that. So I've been playing that. Um, the past couple of days, I got a chance to play a couple of other games as well. Got a chance to play uh, Watchdog Legion. So I got a chance to play that. Got a chance to play uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Got a chance to play that. And that's all I can say about those things too until after Ubisoft Forward, which is going to happen in a couple of days. I think it's going to happen actually, what's today, the 9th? I think that happens at the end of next week. Um, so please make sure again that you're following all of our stuff here on the Swanami channel. Um, make sure you're again following and hit the notification button on our YouTube channel uh, to see when videos are going to go up for that kind of stuff. Um, I will have a review coming up after embargo about Ghost of Tsushima uh, for sure. Um, and I have to give mad love to the folks over at Sony uh, for providing copies for the game and for the folks at Ubisoft for inviting me to go check out those two titles early uh, so that I can give some impressions after Ubisoft forward uh, on the 12th. So make sure you're looking at that stuff because I think uh, there's a lot of questions around those games for sure. Um, so I think that there's going to be a lot of people who are trying to figure out what that game is going to wind up being, or those games are going to wind up being, I think you'll get a really good understanding of what those things are going to be, um, during that conversation and during the time that those things wind up popping up. So again, like make sure you're paying attention to those spaces and, and as you're paying attention to those, uh, those streams are going to wind up coming up because there's some cool stuff that's going to be shared in conversations that are going to be in that, in that, in that space. So again, make sure you're checking those things out. Um, the last thing that I want to get into because there isn't a lot of actual stuff that I've been actually been able to talk about in terms of things to play. Um, oh, actually, no, I did get a code for, uh, death stranding on PC. So I'm very excited about going back into that world on PC at higher resolution. That's going to be super fun. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. I was playing a little bit of mortal shell over the, over the weekend as well, which I think is a very, very good, um, game to, to kind of dig into. If you love, uh, those kinds of games, like if you are a big souls fan, like those games are fantastic. And I think mortal shell currently is a very, very, very cool. Uh, game in that in that place um i'm waiting and dying to see what the next version of that thing is going to look like when it when it winds up dropping because i think it's going to be well not next version but when it actually gets uh, uh put out into the world i'm really excited about that uh, i'm i'm gonna try out nascar heat 5 in a couple of days too i think i got a code for that because i'm excited to see you know what that game is going to look like uh having not played a nascar game um and curious to see you know, uh, you know what a game like that plays like. Cause I've never really tried uh, a game like that. I know it's a lot of driving in a circle. I know that for sure. <laughs> so that's definitely a thing that's in that space, uh, as well. So yeah, lots of things coming down the pipe. Um, we have some interesting conversations coming up with some, with some brands and some other folks about, you know, what Bricago is going to be able to do in the next couple of months, uh, coming up. So, you know, again, make sure you're paying attention to that. But this week, uh, we have a really cool, uh, quick, uh, thing to share about, um, a thing I found that was really fun and interesting that, that, that came up on the web, you know, the place that we get a chance to do that is in the cookout segment. And I think, you know, we're going to talk about that right about now.
So this week in the cookout, we have a really fun, 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 fun thing to talk about. The homie Gita Jackson, who's over there, over on Vice now. She moved from from Kotaku over to Vice. Um, and it was a really dope article that, that, that came up um, that she shared that was all around AAVE. Um, AAVE, if you're not familiar, of course, is uh, black vernacular, African-American uh, vernacular. Um, and it's really interesting to see how many brands and how many folks have been kind of trying to dip into that conversation in a real way. So there's this really cool um, Twitter account called AAV Struggle Tweets that is kind of brilliant. It's kind of dope. Like, I love the fact that they have figured out ways to be cheeky um, and give folks good information about how, you know, you know, language works and how conversations happen and about how, you know, people are talking about some of those things. And one of the things that is really interesting is just seeing how so many brands and, and white folks are just fucking up AAVE all kinds of ways. Like this one tweet that says it right here is just a huge pain in the ass to read because it's so wrong in so many different levels. It says, hope y'all getting real horny from my record cause I spent all morning listening to some final ass mixes and honey, this record is a thick queen. I can't wait to give it to you. What in the hell is that supposed to be? Like what kind of like anti-alphabetic AAVE version of conversation was that supposed to be? We see it happen all the time where people come into the space and try to figure out good ways to to build in parts of the conversation. And all you can do is just kind of look at yourselves and just be like, so what is you doing, BB? Like what is happening right now? Who has who 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 gave you the 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 gate to come in through and say that this is the way you're supposed to have these conversations? It really doesn't make it it really doesn't make sense to be able to come through trying to speak the language where you don't understand the language. It's one of those things where my, my head hurts. Anytime I see this kind of stuff is just being like, what is you doing? How does this work? Who gave you the license to try to get into the space and make it happen? Cause it's not making sense. Um, it is again, like to kind of bookend the conversation and bookend the show. Um, it again, showcases and just shows, just how many folks don't understand the culture, but want to be, you know, wrapped in the culture all the time. It's like, I love the culture, but I hate the people. That conversation happens all the time. Um, and it's been dope to see uh, an account like AAV struggle tweets kind of take that, spin it on its head and showcase why, you know, we have stuff for us. And again, we're the first movers. We are the ones who make everything hot. We are the culture um, and how that, continues to translate into exactly why you see so many people botching a thing and not getting it right. So if you haven't had a chance to uh, get some, 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 some good vibes into your heart, uh, go check out AAV uh, struggle tweets. Make sure you go check out that, that account because it just makes me laugh so hard. It, it is, it is very, very good. It is super, super good. I did that twice and I messed it up. So it's fine. I don't care. But, uh, Yo, go check out that thing. It's pretty damn good. Uh, massive love to everybody uh, who has come through tonight. Massive love to everybody who has come through and hung out uh, and talked about all the stuff today. Again, Twitch, you got to do better. 
you got to figure that out. You got to make the space better. And if you're not going to go and go, uh, go talk to people, uh, in the beginning of these conversations, you're going to wind up having more of these conversations in the back end. So to everybody, uh, who's coming through, uh, please make sure that you come check us out every Thursday here around 7 PM PST Pacific standard time. Uh, we bring mad love to everybody who comes through. We want to make sure that we're showcasing and giving people love, especially the folks like zombie uh, kills who just rolled in with the dope raid, mad love to everybody who came through right now for the raid. Um, and to thank everybody who uh, continues to showcase the beauty of what Burkago is, uh, make sure you come back here, uh, every week, uh, to make sure you have some dope stuff in your life. So next week. Uh, before we get up out of here, we have a dope, 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 dope guest. Our fam, the one and only Adam Sessler is going to be coming through uh, this week. Oh, I messed it up. I keep botching it. Uh, Adam Sessler is going to be coming through next week to come back over and hang out with us uh, because he's fam. Uh, he's always dope. Uh, he's always uh, a part of our a part of our show. Uh, we love him. Uh, so we'll have a chance to have Ask a White Dude Night uh, with, with Brother Adam coming through uh, and coming to hang out to come chill with us here in Chicago. So again, everybody here, massive love to you all. Make sure you're doing your thing. Make sure you're staying safe. Wash your hands, wash your butt. Make sure you're staying six feet apart, 12 feet if you're outside. Oh, 12 feet if you're inside, six feet if you're outside. Wear your masks uh, and give people love whenever you see them. Nuance is not dead. We are bringing it back for the culture. So everybody, mad love to you all. Have a wonderful night. And please come through. Come chill with us here in Chicago. Throw your biscuits in the chat. And until then, we will say peace.